Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. to Beauty and Beyond in association with Beauty Buddy, a global community of beauty buddies and the go-to app for independent beauty reviews and much more. I'm Sarah McGovern and he's Ken Boylan. She's a mom, she's a catwalk queen and she's a businesswoman. While he's a makeup artist to the stars, a product designer and a beauty guru. Hi Ken. How are you love? (laughs) (laughs) Have you been down Moore Street? Um, No, I haven't. No, no, but I did. I did actually go into town for the first time in 17 years, which is oh. a bit of a scary experience. I, I'd forgotten how to get in and I'd forgotten where to park. And uh, I got in and I walked around. And there was other people and it was like, oh, my gosh, there's other people in the world. It was it was it was an experience. Yes, <laughs> totally. Did you get feel Christmassy at all? Um, Sarah, as we've discussed on many occasions, I, I don't do the Christmas thing. I know. I, 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 no, not really, because it was so early in the morning. I was in to do something, so it was very early in the morning, so it wasn't uh, that Christmassy. And I was I on. I wasn't. I wasn't on the Grafton Street side. I was on, uh, okay. a bit out, so the lights were were nowhere near as spectacular. There was the odd bulb hanging from a light bulb. That's uh, from a light post. That's all there was on the street. I was on. Oh, I'm dying to go in and actually see some of Christmas lights and stuff, actually, with the yeah. kids, if we can. Um, but uh, yeah, it's so close to Christmas and this is our last podcast. I know, before Christmas. I know. I um, but the whole great thing is that we've learned so much and we, 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 yeah. we're, we're delighted that we will be back after Christmas um, yeah. to give to do more. But gosh, I, I mean, Sarah, we've learned so much. <laughs> we've, we have. We've, we've come. Yeah. We hope we've come so far already in eight, in yeah. eight of them. Um, I know we've had some lovely guests and and hopefully we've we've uh, given some good beauty reviews as well to people. Yeah. So um anything yeah, that stands out for you? Um in beauty products? Yeah, in the beauty products. Um do you know I, I have I have learned I have learned a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I have gone and done I've gone and done that skin consultation with Nilu and that was amazing and I'm really, really, really trying to look after my skin um much better now. Um I've some yeah, some new products that I, I have to say I've I've uh, the Herbal Earths range, which which was um sent to us um yeah. courtesy of the Beauty Buddy app. They uh, beautiful range, really love mm. the cleanser, the um spritz and the serums and that, really nice. But um another one actually you had tried more so was the Trisha's honey products. I've now been using it and I'm loving that now too. Aren't Amazing. they brilliant? Yes, yes, yes they really, really are so. good. 
the cleansing oil is beautiful, and um, and while the, the the it's not really a cream, it's kind the of more of a, yeah, it's, it is heavy. Um, mm. Yeah, it feels very enriching. All right, so um, but yeah, I, I have to say. Uh, from a makeup side of it, I've absolutely loved. Um, now, she very, very kindly sent, sent me more products so I can use them in a future um, makeovers with yourself and myself and the uh, AU um, range. Yeah. Um, I've, I, started, yeah. I, I started using them in my actual kit and I have to say I really like them and um, uh, Anna was actually Anna Daly was actually talking about the the brow, the, the brow pencil and gel and I have to say that's my standout product I really liked it yeah actually um, I've been liking the red lipstick but I, I have um, bought the mascara and it's really nice too actually mm. and yes I've got another one as well actually Nunaya um, and you see they're all quite these wellness brands they're all yeah. organic and, and, and these oils and their mm. serum is just and cleanser is to die for so mm. I, 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 I'm I a newfound woman I think I think all these products <laughs> have me uh, really looking after my skin and um, I'm delighted actually so well, hopefully, so, yeah, like next year, next year, I, I like with what we're planning for next year, we'll be getting out and about a little bit more when, as 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 we're if if we're allowed to. So uh, with with COVID, but uh, there's uh, there's some fun things to come in in next year's podcast. Exactly, and we we have a website to come too. So uh, I know we have a website, and we'll be doing more stuff on our Instagram. And Sarah will be getting um, a facelift and a boob job, and she'll be she'll she'll be a new person by the end of it. You won't even recognise me. You won't recognise us. She'll be getting vampire facials, and I'll be there to to film the whole entire thing. <laughs> No, we won't go that far. Um, so, Sarah, we have a product review which is close to your heart because it's all about hair. So, it's um, a shampoo, mm-hmm. conditioner, and um, a paste and a sheen. Um, what is it, please, Sarah? Okay. So, next up, we have a one to watch, I'm going to say. Um, and you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's a brand called Masami, uh, which is a kind of a Japanese name, I guess. So, it's 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 a mix of Japanese and, and I think it's, a, it's an American company. Um, yeah. And uh, we we received this shampoo, conditioner, shine serum and a styling cream in a lovely set. And um, it came in a beautiful little pouch. Uh, each each product came in little pouches, which I absolutely adored. Um, and it was lovely looking. It, yeah, it was very cute. And and I loved the packaging actually as well. They all come in little green, green bottles. Um, what I loved actually about the packaging, if I, I'm always harping on about the packaging at the moment, but you know shampoos and conditioner bottles, and what annoys me about them is is the is the flip top lids, and then you yeah. can't get the last bit out of them, mm-hmm. and you have to cut bottles open. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my granny saying this, but like you're cutting bottles open to try and get the scoop out the last bit, mm-hmm. um, and I hate waste. So um, uh, you don't have to do that with these packaging. There were there was just a screw top lid, and you just were able to get everything that you needed out of. Uh, have you of, used all of yours up already? Yeah, and uh, uh-huh. and then I you were able to clean out the bottles easily, so they can be recycled. So I yeah. actually loved that part of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually loved the shampoo. That was my okay. favorite product out of them all. Every time I've used it, I feel like my hair, when I've blow dried it afterwards, looks really well. It looks healthy. It looks shiny. Um, it just looks, it, it sits quite well. So it's sitting mm-hmm. better than I've, I've ever found any other um, shampoo. Even, so I, even, even the salon brands that yeah, we're yeah, always you know, told to buy. 
No, totally. And while I do like some of them too, of course, Kerastas and um, the rest, I this one in particular, whatever it is, every time. Is I it a salon brand, um, Sarah? So no, so this is only available in America at the moment. Okay. Um, so you can get it online at their website, which is lovemasami.com and masami is M-A-S-A-M-I.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is pricey enough. Thir- well, I suppose, you know, they're probably selling prices. $38 is for a mm. shampoo and $38 for a conditioner. Yeah. Uh, but the problem but you have is... You to get it shipped over here. That's the only Yeah. Thing. And the cheapest shipping is $22.80. However, okay. look, this is, as I said, one to watch. This is something that hopefully will be in, in Ireland very soon. Yeah. Yeah, but I would be like, I really would adore to be able to buy this again and get a sip job. Like the shampoo okay. for me was the conditioner was quite light. Um, you know, I don't know, it, you know, if it made much of a difference, but to me it was the shampoo more so than anything else. Okay. But I, I did like both the shampoo and conditioners. Okay. Um, the shine serum for me, I, I can't use serum on my hair. It's too. I, it's, it's, I didn't even try to use. That. I mean, why? Yeah. I've got short hair. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be arsed yeah. with anything like that. Um, I'm not too sure how to use that. Like it's, it's. I, I can't use anything like that on my hair. I, I don't really use products on my hair that much. Um, yeah. after shampooing and, and conditioning because, um it just gets too oily and greasy yeah, for my yeah, particular type yeah. so but the styling cream again I tried it on my own hair it doesn't work but yeah. it's really for short hair so I use that in my son's hair all the time mm. and I actually really liked because it, it was quite um, uh, it, it's not too thick and it's not waxy it was just and do you know what it just gives him a lovely style in his hair without it actually mm. being too 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 rough or too hard so I yeah. I, I really love this yeah so for me from, from a man's point of view I have to say um, I really I love the the shampoo was lovely it was smelt really nice as well. Mm-hmm. I have to say they smell really good. Um, it was sort of warming sensation. It was lovely. Um, and yeah, I, I wasn't as mad on the smell in the beginning. I, I really liked smell. it. But yeah, yeah. Maybe, it's, maybe it's a masculine really kind it. of smell. Yeah. So I really liked it. And then, the, yeah, my hair felt good after it. I mean, I don't particularly know that much about <laughs> hair, but it felt good. Um, I didn't use that. I, I, I think I used the conditioner once, but, the, you know, my hair is so short. Why would I bother? Yeah. Um, so you can have that. Um, and then... Um, Thank you. The the shine spray of obviously I didn't use that either and uh, the 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 wax or the um, the styling cream. So I first used that and I thought. Uh, it's okay I mean it doesn't give you much hold at all I mean yeah. if you were it's fine if you were going to like for me if I was going to wear my hair just sort of down it would be mm-hmm. fine to put a little bit of that in to add a little bit of control so that's not frizz uh, you know blow yes. away but um, in any other way like if you wanted any if you if you wanted to style your hair or to mm-hmm. slick it up or whatever this is not the product for that it, it just won't hold okay. but it does um, the one thing I have to say I find um, waxes and mousses and all that. If I put them in my hair and then I leave them, I have to wear my, I'll put them in the hair at the beginning of the day and then I'll go out. And then when I come home, I'll have my shower and wash it out because if I don't, the next day my my scalp is itches like mad. Yeah, yeah. So So I didn't find that with this. I found that it was light enough that it didn't happen. Okay, so these are all um, botanically hydrating, is what they're they're saying on the website. Um, they're filled with ocean vitamins and minerals, and that meant to leave your hair healthy and shiny and gorgeous. Yeah. So they're not. And they so, certainly uh, do that. Yeah, exactly. And these products um, are are really, you know, they're infused with vitamins, I guess, and they're botanically hydrating, safe for color treated hair, and okay. there's no parabens, no sulfates, no alcohol. They're silicone free. They're vegan oh, that's friendly. Really good. So there's lots of really good things in them as well. Mm. As it's not just about the packaging, and it's not just about the smells. It's not just about how they feel. Mm. They're they're actually nutrient rich um, formulations. So 
uh, they're they're also good for your hair. So fantastic. Um, so yeah, th- a thumbs up for me, particularly from for the shampoo. Um, and but, hopefully they'll be available yeah, in Ireland. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten them. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. I have a feeling they're, they're going to be available in Ireland. So watch this space. Maybe go onto the website and have a look. Um, yeah, it may and say can, whether they you, are. You can check out the Beauty Buddy app as well because they're of on course, there. Of course, yeah, of so, course, yeah, yeah. So they're on there. Too. Fantastic. So, yeah, one to, one Do you to want watch. to give the marks out of ten? Our stars out of five. Oh yeah. Um, overall I suppose I maybe give it a four but I'll give the shampoo a five okay that's fab yeah and for yeah. me for the shampoo you know yeah four and the styling cream uh, I say about a three because it really didn't have much I mean okay. the hole just wasn't there for, for somebody who would like to style their hair more style their hair. yeah okay perfect thanks a million right. okay Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We would like to welcome our final guest of 2020. She is one of Ireland's best known and loved faces, having worked on the national breakfast show Ireland AM since 2008 and anchored the weekend show for the past five years. She's interviewed everyone from Helen Mirren to astronaut Chris Hadfield and takes it all in her stride. Just this month, she has launched her new chic ethical clothing brand called Little Bliss for both women and children. And her website is a great source for style, beauty and interior tips, along with weekend getaways and what wine takes her fancy each week. She certainly is a girl after our own hearts. Welcome, Anna. Daily. Hey Anna. Hey guys, thank you. That was a lovely intro. It was a nice She's very good at the intro, isn't she? <laughs> I'm quite nervous doing this in front of you, Anna. My God, the expert here. And there I'm like <laughs> trying to pretend that I'm I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're well able. You're well able, Father. I'll take that intro any day, guys. Thanks a million. And thanks for having me today. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's great oh. to have you on the, on the podcast. Um, it really is, especially with all this crap going on at the moment. But uh, um, I suppose, does it even affect you in any way? Because you're in work all the time anyway. Yeah, we, were, we weren't sure at one stage in the height of the first lockdown what was going to happen with Ireland AM, to be honest with you. But it became uh, an outlet for me and I felt very lucky to be able to continue to go to work um, and escape my children. <laughs> we had a reason to do it. Um, that sounds terrible, but hopefully every parent will relate to it. Um, totally. So, yeah, there you go. Um Ireland AM became kind of, you know, 
this regular uh, program for people to take some comfort in, I hope. Yes, um, absolutely. And hopefully we made people laugh by poking fun at ourselves and laughing at ourselves, but also, you know, kind of balancing up the very serious COVID numbers with, you know, a bit of lighthearted fun and a bit of comfort for people who were at home unexpectedly trying to homeschool their children, trying to work from home. I mean, it was absolutely manic. And we were in kind of a manic situation ourselves with my husband suddenly working from the kitchen table and it was yeah. all a bit crazy. Um but yeah, Ireland AM kept going and I suppose that's a testament to the show and the viewers and everything else. And it was just lovely to, to play a part in what's become kind of a juggernaut of a show. And how did things change in there? Did it, did, was there much change in the building, in, in how you went to, about the show and recording and all of that? Um, a few... Obvious changes came about quite quickly because we obviously have to, had to adapt like everyone else. So suddenly most of our interviews were via Skype. Um, and I think people are very forgiving of the stoppy starty nature. Of the, you know, do we have you, do we not? The line's gone down and you'd be doing these kind of, you know, hopefully not too awkward chats between yourselves to bridge the gap until you have the guest back. But I think people like viewers were very understanding of all of that. And in a way, we got guests that we may have never have uh, gotten on the couch because we opened up our world to people, you know, everywhere and yeah. anyone who was selling, you know, a book or yeah. had to do publicity for a movie or whatever was available via Skype. And people are at home bored anyway, so they're like, come on, yeah, I'll, I'll do and this. that's exactly it, Ken. We had more male viewers apparently during lockdown and hopefully we've kept them because... Wow. They weren't sitting in traffic going to the office, you know. They were available to tune into Ireland AM and hopefully that'll become part of their life now. I don't mean they'll sit down and watch every minute of a three-hour show. (laughs) They may dip in and out in the future, which is really nice to hear. Yeah. Do you think that will actually be the case going forward, that you'll get more guests uh, and do them via Skype than you would on the couch, per se? Yeah, I think it's probably changed the way we look at the show in general and the way broadcasters will operate. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, if there's a story worth covering, even when the world opens up and returns to some kind of normal again, I still think we'll do more via Skype and use technology a lot more than we ever did, because it gives you this breadth of other other guests, you know, big names and you know we did Jeffrey Archer a couple of weeks ago from his house in Spain yes. you yeah. know just like yeah. we, we, we wouldn't have looked at that before he wouldn't have looked at us as an option we wouldn't have looked at that as an option but now suddenly yeah. we do and I think it's going to change our mindset going forward and maybe make everybody a bit more kind of global I suppose in their approach to broadcasting. Well, it was the yeah, same the other night on on uh, um, on RTE. They had Dolly Parton on for their their RTE uh, special. I just, you know, you I don't think that you would have ever seen that because simply she she is the age she is. I don't know how much traveling she's she's doing now, but you know, going straight into her home, it was very intimate, and it was a nice glimpse at somebody's life. And so you must be finding that now as well. Absolutely. I love looking at other people's houses, by the way, behind their their head. And I'm really judgy on the bookshelves with all the the books going in the wrong direction. And it's amazing, isn't it, the insight that we've seen. Look at your love Christmas tree, Ken. Um, Some are so perfectly... Yeah, and I find it's a male-female thing as well. And maybe you might be an exception to this, Ken. But like my husband 
will go on a call and it doesn't matter who he's talking to, he won't care that there's a clothes horse in the background of a shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas women do prepare and you can see when females come on Skype, certainly or on gays. telly. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the gays. <laughs> it's all about the attention to detail, Ken, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Going back to the likes of Dolly Parton and all um, that we were talking about, um, who who would be your standout moment of of uh, uh, someone that you interviewed over the years in in, in Ireland? Yeah. Um, Is there someone? That funnily, funnily enough, one of the people that stay. Well, there's a couple of people that stay in my head. Uh, Helen Mirren stays in my head because I always think she's one of those people that you want to grow up and be like. You know, and yeah. in my head yeah. sometimes, you know, when you find yourself in these kind of awkward situations or you feel like there's something unjust happening. Yeah. I actually default to someone like her in my head and go, what would Helen Mirren do right now? You know, because she just seems like one of those people who would always get it right, you know? So I said yeah. to her when I interviewed her, would you have some advice for someone like me, um, you know, given your world of experience and, you know, the, the level of your career that you've arrived at? And she said, well, when I look back, I just wish I told more people to fuck off. <laughs> oh god really oh my god I, I love that it's so it, it, but for all of us there you know especially like I'm sure it's in every industry but especially in our industry there's so so many times you would just love to do that wouldn't you you would and you have to temper that with okay she's Dame Helen Mirren so you know yeah, and yeah. I'm not yeah. so okay. you do have to temper with a little bit of real worldism but, but there is something uh, it all, in it oh, oh, and, and also, my takeaway from sorry. it is maybe don't feel the need to say yes to absolutely everything all the time because you just can't please everybody all the time. And it, it's not like she she found fame immediately. It, it, it took her so long to get to where she is. She had to do so yeah. much of what she did, her early movies and, and theatre and so on to get to where she is. And now she loves, she's absolutely loving it. But, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, I suppose that must play a huge part in, in when you're interviewing somebody like that. There's a weight behind them, you know. Exactly. Exactly. And, and uh, you wouldn't be human if you didn't feel when you walk into the room. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's it. Who, who has that been the most sort of old cheekers? What am I going to do here? Um, the other person that sticks in my mind, and I wasn't a huge fan of the Kardashians before I went to meet her, but I went to meet Chloe Kardashian in London and mm. I had to go through these layers and layers of security and publicists. Wow. And I'd never seen anything like it in terms wow. of the layers before we got to her, you know. Um, and the producer that came with me for that interview was a massive Living with the Kardashians fan. So okay. she was like high on life. And we just signed these disclaimers to say that we may appear in the show because obviously she's got camera crews filming for filming, yeah. you know. Um, and Sally, the producer at the time, was like absolutely weak over this. <laughs> now a possibility that she could end up in this show. Um, by the time you actually get to sit down with someone like her, all of these layers of security and publicists and agents kind of make you feel nervous, like you're not worthy yeah. to meet her almost, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she arrives in and she's just this really gorgeous, I'm going to even say almost vulnerable kind of person. Mm. Um, they've given nice. us lists of all the things you can't ask her. And if you're to go through it, you'd go, well, what's actually left to talk yeah. about? <laughs> uh, apart from her lipsy range of clothing, which she was there to promote that day. 
but there has to be more to it than just a commercial hook. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing, yeah. nothing left to ask her. And yet she sat down and obviously I got the commercial plug bit out of the way to keep her and everyone around her happy. Um, and then I started talking to her and she, she ended up answering every single question that was on the list huh? that was abandoned Erin mm. yeah because she was kind of there was a trust there I think she you know she knew I wasn't there to do some kind of a you know tabloid hatchet job on her or any of her mm. sisters or her family or whatever but she was just so nice and so normal it's so nice yeah. to know I, like, I could be mates with her she's really normal do they all have such big publicists do they you know not just the Kardashians but just PEOs the celebrities in general, do they all, is there layers and layers that you have to go through to get to them? Uh, it's funny. I think Graham Norton said recently enough when he was, when he was in studio with us, um, he came with nobody. He came with his publicist mm. in the publicist car and they were driving to Cork afterwards and he'd no okay. makeup, hair, agent, uh, you know, nobody with him. And w- I was joking with him afterwards. Going, it's so funny. We've had people off, you know, little known reality shows who I can't yeah. even remember their name now. Mm. And they've come in with 10 people, you know, and people shooting the shoot and filming the behind the scenes and all these people, this whirlwind of a team. And mm. Graham Norton turned around to me and went, yeah, but you have to pay them all. And like, yeah. when you get a bit older, you realize that. <laughs> so why would I bother? And it's so true. It's like, yeah. kind of more deadlist amateur people have all these people because they love the idea of looking like they're a star, but yet they're paying all these people to travel everywhere with them. Whereas when you get to a Graham Norton kind of level, you don't really need all those no, people and all not. those wages, you know? Mm. Mm. You were just saying there about, you know, Chloe answered all of your questions. Was there a case though that... With her or with any of them, that afterwards a publicist said, "Sorry, you'll have to actually um, not let that go out to air." Yes, I've had that before, um, really? a couple of times. Yeah, because the the star will yeah. answer the question and not overthink it, um, but the publicist won't be happy with the way the star answered the question. So afterwards, and usually it comes via my producers; they'll get the email. So they won't mm. say it to oh. you at the time when you're in the suite or whatever. Oh, It'll really? be like two days later, your producer will get an email going, uh, look, you know, we weren't happy with the way blah, 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 answered that question. Can we take out the answer? And okay. l- listen, we want to work wow. with those people again. And they'll often so of course you will say yes. be a movie distributor or something. And, you know, they're going to give us Kate Winslet next week. So, you know, mm. you need to play, play ball with them as well. Um, well, uh, yeah. Kylie, Kylie Jenner, I think it is. Uh, today, I, I, as I was, I was waiting in the car for something earlier on, um, she, is there, she made more money uh, last year in America than anyone else. She's like, she made, she made some like yeah. 550 million last year. Like wow. it's absolutely That's phenomenal. She beats yeah. out everybody. It's, 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 she's so incredibly wealthy now. That's, it's, it's incredible. And so young. She's one of the youngest, yeah. isn't she? It's yeah. Maybe. It's just, yeah. she's maybe, isn't she? Oh. But I suppose she she's grown up in that. She's learned from all of the others. I suppose, you, you know, you'd know nothing but commercial endorsements and agents yeah. deals yeah. and everything. It must be an absolutely bizarre with. life to be in. It really must be so strange to have that all the time. Like, how, how do you function? No, it must be no, so no. stressful. Uh, yeah, is there anyone fun. that, I don't know if you're even allowed to say this, but was there anyone that you were just dying to meet and then when you met them, you were just like, oh, you weren't the, you weren't what I thought or you weren't who I thought you were? Um, <laughs> or, no, I, I did think Cameron Diaz was a little bit cool um, and I oh. love her and I love her movies and... Um, <laughs> 
you know, you kind of, I suppose you can see the person before the red light goes on while the setup is happening around yeah. you, um, whether they're kind of a nice person or not. And she just stayed on her phone. I mean, it's not to say she's a bad person, but no. she certainly wasn't going out of her way to be friendly. Now, I suppose you have to put yourself in their shoes as well. This is probably, you know, the seventh yeah. hour of press and they're bored and they're, you know, hungry and yeah. they're fed up and they've other much more exciting things to be doing. Um, but yeah, she sat there kind of texting on her phone. Um, and then as soon as the red light went on and then they went live, she was kind of my friend. Yeah. And I just okay. felt, yeah. oh, no, great, uh, you know, like yeah. even say hello, just look up at me and make eye contact first. And then I asked her for a photograph and she said, uh, and blamed the team, which, you know, it's like, obviously it's not your, it's your, you know, she said something along the lines of, uh, I don't think we're allowed to do pictures today. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, London for like six minutes with you, do you know? Um, oh, I didn't say that. I went, okay, no worries. <laughs> yeah. I, re I remember, do you remember Misha Barton? Yes, in yeah. Ireland AM. Well, no, I, I did her. She was over for the VIP Style Awards, I think it was. And I remember I was called to do her makeup. Yeah. And I remember, <coughs> excuse me, I remember I had no idea who she was. I, did, I just was told there's a VIP, blah, blah, blah. So I went up to the room and I went in and her mother was her manager and her mother was a big Irish woman from Cavan. Yeah. And her mother stopped me, talked to me before I was allowed to go near her, was all like, who are you, blah, blah, blah. And it was just right in my face. And I was like, who the hell are you? You know, and like, I didn't say that. I told who it was. So she's grand. So uh, Misha came in. She literally did not look up. She, she, I said, hello. She, she grunted back at me. So like, eh. and then was on her phone the whole entire time. And I'm trying to do her makeup while she's talking on the phone, looking on the phone, looking oh, down. I'm oh. trying to put her head up. It was just, it was really impossible to, to do her makeup till eventually I, I just sort of went, do you want, do you want to do your own makeup or what would you like me to do? And she then said, Oh, sorry. And put the phone down. And that was that. And then, you know, sort of got up, looked at her makeup, went, Oh, that's lovely. Thanks very much. And, and went and there was absolutely no interaction. And it was just like, Bizarre. okay, bye. That was oh. probably around the same time she was on Ireland AM and I was yeah. interviewing her. But at that time we were in the older studio. We used to have, if there was a big star arriving, Mm. a camera in the car park so we would film them getting out of their car it was mm. a bit of a I think they did it on this morning for a while with Holly and Philip as well and you yeah. know when they're saying coming up in the next hour yeah 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 you know, yeah, blah blah blah's joining us and they'll show that footage of them getting out of the car so we used to do that anyway it was a thing for a while and no one had ever had an issue with it and the camera crew did it to her and we did this teaser coming up later on and we showed the footage of her getting out of, out of her car and it was her mother as well you've just reminded yeah. me who went yeah. absolutely nuts over it yeah her um, mother's a reminder and in someone's face when they're not camera ready I, I did think there's kind of a point in like she's a Hollywood star, you know, and she's not necessarily ready for camera. So Anna, after meeting all these wonderful celebrities and, and meeting people in, in studio as well as out in all these fabulous places, do you feel this pressure yourself then to uh, to get Botox? And, and I know we've had this conversation and I know you don't. So, But do you feel that pressure like, or, or do you just say, oh, to hell with it, I am who I am? Um, most of the time it's the latter to hell with it I am who I am and I have three kids and I'm knackered and it shows sometimes um, but on air there's times where I see myself and I go oh my god I probably should join uh, everybody else with Botox and filler and whatever else everyone's getting 
Uh, I'm so squeamish about needles that yeah, I, I haven't had anything done. Um, I'm really afraid of morphing into kind of what I, I feel a lot of women tend to look like, which is a clone yeah. of each other. Um, yes. But most importantly, I suppose it's the it's squeamish thing. I'm just so afraid of needles that I, I'm not vain enough to put myself through the process of fainting to get <laughs> something. Now, if Ken or yourself decide to tell me that there is a potion or a lotion or a cream in Brown Thomas and it does the same as Botox or filler, sign me up. I'll order 10 of them. Right. Well, so it, like I've said to Sarah, and, and younger. Yeah. Well, it's just, there, there are so many things out there. And like I, like I keep on saying, and it's one the thing I say on all of our podcasts, you know, having someone to go to, like having a really good uh, uh, facialist or somebody, you know, who, 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 who does microdermabrasion or who does uh, light therapy or whatever, having somebody to go to is so key to keeping your skin looking fantastic. And it only happens to be, it only has to happen maybe once or twice a year, well, maybe twice yeah. or three times a year you know so that's the way you look after your skin and you have great skin anyway you you don't get breakouts or anything like that do you actually i had great skin my whole life and uh never had an issue even when pals had you know bad acne any acne i had none of it uh, and this this all sounds really vain but when i turned 40 a couple of years ago my skin started to go all red and kind of you know that ruddy that's kind of how i would explain yes. it right across um, my cheeks and down around my mouth. And I kind of thought it was a phase or hormonal or whatever. So I ignored it and I, I kept covering it. And then I just arrived at a day recently enough uh, and I thought to myself, I'm just putting concealer on the same area all the time. And I don't want, like when I'm not in work, I don't want to wear makeup. I love yeah. having a fresh face, but, and I'm not looking for a wrinkle-free face, mm. but I do want clear skin. And I just think yes. clear skin is so lovely. My mom has amazing skin. She's always really looked after herself, not with any, you know, fancy treatments, just the basics um, yeah. Yeah. and probably good skincare. Uh, and that's all I want. And so I've gone to a dermatologist uh, who would have looked after my mole scans and stuff like that. Um, Who'd you go to? A guy called Cal Condon, beautiful doctor in Black Rock Clinic. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's hope he's not tuning in. Um, <laughs> but anyway, man. Um, and you have to go makeup free, which is even harder. Um, but anyway, he said it's kind of a touch of rosacea mixed mm -hmm. with a hormonal something or other going on. So, I was reading um, that actually on your, your website. Um, oh, about, okay. uh, I, had, I had never noticed that you'd had the rosacea. And I was reading it. Um, I'll just give a plug for your website now because it actually is brilliant because I was saying it in my oh. intro. In fairness, you've got so much on it and, and, and you're so honest about so many things. Um, but the rosacea was was interesting one actually to read. Yeah. About. So he has me on um, creams that I don't even know the names of. They're prescription creams. Um, okay. And so far I've done two rounds and these are kind of the first, I suppose, treatments I've ever had done. Um, a laser treatment to take the redness out of it. Yeah. Um, now, I think there's some benefits with laser treatment in terms of rejuvenation of cells and all that kind of thing as well, isn't there? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm never yes. all the technical ends of things. So <laughs> but I, I'm on a mission now to just correct the redness. All I want is is a clear face, you know, the, the skin that I used to have. Um, and I can totally live with wrinkles or anything else, ageing. I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah. I and was, it, was, was it childbirth that brought that on? I don't know, Ken. It might have been. It might have been. It was probably after Reese was born. Um, he was my third, yeah. But it was kind I do, of sudden enough. Yeah, I, I do think um, 
because uh, I noticed a change in my skin too going into forties. I just think uh, we're we're doomed as women just to, <laughs> to unfortunately get hit with these things at thirties and forties and fifties, and it keeps getting, uh, you know, growing old gracefully is lovely, but it's 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 hard to do, I guess, with with, yeah. with our hormones that that happen. So, um, and so it wasn't all loads of makeup every day on air that you know ever created any issues in your skin probably it was probably hormonal or something maybe I don't think so because like yeah. I've been wearing a lot of makeup for 10 years on Ireland mm. I am to be yeah. honest what's, no. what's your, your tips for that actually like you know you've do you do your own wear, makeup or is it done for you I do my own makeup and then yeah. they will they will usually they'll do the hair while we yeah. do our makeup and then yeah. they will normally just put kind of layers of powder on top and hide the mm. nice highlighter and things like that that I still try and get away with <laughs> it doesn't really work for television um, so they don't love it so yeah I do I do my own most of the time but if it was a big event or something um, you know I'd, I'd make the time to get, get it done exactly yeah, yeah. but it did you like? Did you ever get used to the early mornings? I mean, because you were on very early for a good long. Yeah, the routine. What 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 is your routine? Like, what is? I'm fascinated about knowing. You know, uh, just how do you? How does that affect you? Like getting up so early every morning, and what time do you actually get into work at? The funny thing is, I, I never really had much of a routine. I was never brilliant at going to bed early, um, and I suppose that's okay before kids come along because you can go for a nap then whenever it suits you when you yeah. come home. But when the kids came along, it, ca- it got a little bit trickier, especially with like red-eye flights first thing in the morning to London. And there could be a lot of last-minute stuff as well. So all that gets a little bit trickier. Um, the role that I played in Ireland AM for quite some time on the weekday show was that I could be live in studio from seven, or I could be out filming, and that could be just a normal kind of nine-to-five day. And I quite enjoyed that mix of earlies yeah. or normals or whatever. But I do remember Mark Hagney saying to me at one stage, you know the mix that you're doing is terrible for your body because it doesn't know whether it's coming or going there's no yeah. real routine you know whereas for me yeah. it was like I'm on the early tomorrow but the next day it'll be normal again you know mm, yeah, um, yeah. so starting and launching the, the weekend version of the show has meant that we start early on a Friday and then Saturday mm. and Sunday like I'm leaving the house at seven my kids are awake the world is awake you know it's, mm, it's okay. a lie in by comparison so right now <laughs> I only have one early day on air and that's you know, more than you know manageable slightly earlier to bed on a Thursday night and that's it are you Um, up at five then is it you're up at about a quarter past five yeah Um, and I just make sure everything is organized the night before before. my outfit's in the car um everything's done and then I just get up and practically in my jammies go into work yeah Uh, Yeah. only (laughs) tracksuit bottoms hoodie whatever straight out the door and then everything else I do in work Uh, how far away are you from the studio I'm about 25 minutes drive okay okay great yeah. Um, do you have any, like, do you have to use, you know, the eye drops or is there any kind of like beauty tips that you have that uh, you'd like to share with our listeners? For... I don't use eye drops, but a lot of the presenters do. And actually, I, I often look at them and go, maybe I need to be on that eye drop. <laughs> I always remember Sinead Desmond doing it and she used to do it like, oh, I know, yeah. pro, you know, like no, no blinky drama at yeah. all. I was just done with such like a slick approach. Um, I don't do that. No, I lash on the makeup and they often joke and work about Maura Duran used to have her mascara on like at five to 10 just before the show was about to end. So her makeup would be built over the morning. (laughs) And I always think that's really testament to Maura Duran because she is so lovely and natural. 
Yeah, she's yeah. not stressing about making everything perfect as soon as yeah. she goes on air, you know. And I've kind of drifted into Maura Duran territory. <laughs> With time, with time, don't you? Yeah, but you're always like immaculate, though. Like every day, look immaculate. So it's it's it must be hard to to keep that going. You know, new outfits. Sarah, I've opened the show with no mascara at some point. (laughs) (laughs) First ad break, I'll go. Oh God, the mascara, the mascara. Like like, one of the most key products. If you're going to put anything on your face, is your mascara. Yeah, I always love, I love when I'm on the show and, and, and you've got, you know, it's like, it's like a swan. It's like, you know, the, 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 the studio part, everything looks so relaxed. And then behind the scenes, everyone's fucking scrambling around, grabbing this, that, and the other. I've got five minutes to shove on makeup on some unsuspecting individual and just you know, shove it on. And then the minute the camera turns on, so I'm like, oh yes, that was done in, you know, 25 minutes just there. You know, it's so funny to do that. It really is. If people could just see behind the scenes, they, they, they'd probably like, I, I know, know. Probably I would, yeah. contributors um you know it's tv time so you yeah, know yeah, make it yeah. look like you took 20 minutes but really you have four yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly how exactly. did you get into tv I took a really weird route into TV, Ken. Um, I studied marketing in college and I was working mm. in marketing in the bank and um, without boring you with a Ulysses version of my <laughs> career, um, I went for a, a sales job in TV3 at the time, pre-Virgin Media, obviously. Um, but I wanted to get into marketing and I told them at the time. So I took the sales job and was in the sales department for quite a while, commercial. And mm. then I got the marketing job. So that's really, for me, where my career was going. You know, That, that mm. was my goal. The fact that it was a TV station was kind of, you know, a bit of a coincidence, I suppose. You know, I had been marketing in Bank of Ireland. So it was about the marketing job. And then I was doing the marketing job. I got marketing manager. Everything was going great. And then one of the producers, because obviously the nature of being the marketing manager in a TV station is that you're you're marketing various shows. So you're talking to the different producers about different campaigns. And in the middle of a meeting one time... um, Victoria, who was the producer, the executive producer, you both know her, I'm sure, um, just cut me off mid-sentence and went, have you ever been screen tested as a presenter? (laughs) And I was like, no. And then I went home and I completely shrugged it off in a real Irish kind of, no, that's really vain kind of way. And I went home and I told my husband um, and he would have a totally different outlook on these things, you know. And he was like, why would you just just reject us? And I was like, it's so vain, like it's so vain to it. (laughs) He's like, but, like you could look back in twenty years and go, God, that could have been a lovely opportunity. And so, off the back of that, I, I went and did my own night course in Milltown, which I loved. It was presenting, oh, directing, yeah. producing, and I paid for it myself. It was my own time. It was pre-children. I was able to kind of do yeah. stuff like that. But I driving to the course after work in TV3, like excited about it. I loved it so much. I was yeah. nerdy oh. about it. And after I did that, I went back to Victoria and said, Look, if I'm not too late. Um, I would love to do the screen test and Bav. kind of went there. And do you oh. think do you think that the course helped? Would you have had the confidence to do it if you hadn't have done that course? No, definitely not. Yeah. And that's that's very indicative of the person I am. Like I don't really jump into things that quickly. I have to mm-hmm. think about them and be kind of measured about them. So yeah. Like the fact that I, I I did the night course, I got more exposure to that world, I suppose. And I, it prepared me at least for a screen test. And then the screen test, by the way, there was like, in my head, I was like, okay, so I'll have to go through the motions here for a gig, you know, <laughs> but like yeah. they properly screen tested me. Like at one stage I had to interview Marion Keys. Okay. Oh, wow. God. Like I'm at, oh, you're really properly screen tested. <laughs> yeah. screen test. And then there was about six months of knowing nothing. And there was all these <sighs> questions from people that I worked with because 
of course, people talk in offices, yeah. and open plan environments, you can imagine. Oh, yeah. That's the part that I felt really vain. I was just like, oh, I feel really vain that I want to be a telepresenter, you know? <laughs> I know. Are you thinking that they're all thinking that you're looking and wanting this and they're looking at you? Like, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is such an Irish oh, thing. So Irish. Oh, I'm just going to say. So Irish, isn't it? So, we're so bad. We are so bad. Yeah. I know, absolutely. But it absolutely worked for you. So you got it in the end and you got the, the got the role. So. And it worked really well. And like, there's no doubt. And I say this to anybody, like the marketing thing, you know, it doesn't matter what you, what you study in college or a night course or whatever, it will always stand to you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Whether you actually exactly. use it in your day job or not, it's the discipline of doing something like that will always stand to you, you know? Absolutely. And you learn on your feet, don't you, as well? Like, uh, um, yeah. especially in TV, it's all... Yeah go 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 and you do you learn you learn very quickly what's right and what's wrong or what what to do what not to do um, I say that to people in careers situations or college or whatever students like never just rule out stuff straight away just because you're mm. worried about what your friends might think or what yeah. your colleagues yeah. might think do you know what I mean think about the yeah. bigger picture and the fact that you might not know half of these people in two years time you know exactly yeah. so, yeah. And so you're probably your marketing degree and even all the presenting you've had has helped you with your new business that you've launched, Little Bliss. Yes, definitely, Sarah. Professional segue, if ever there was one. <laughs> <laughs> Notice I didn't say a word. <laughs> Professional too, Ken. Yes, yes. <laughs> All the slagging, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, my marketing degree might be slightly out of date because digital marketing wasn't on our radar when I studied marketing. Oh, uh, <laughs> it certainly is now. Um, but yeah, launched Little Bliss. Um, do you know what? This has been a crazy year for everyone and a year of yeah. uncertainty and a frightening year for so many. But in a way, it gave me a chance to bring something that I've been thinking about, I was going to say talking about, but thinking about for years to fruition. Mm. Uh, and that was Little little Bliss. Um, which is Where did it come now. from? Where did it spring from? And, and uh, how did you go about it all? Um, I've been thinking about doing my own clothing brand for a while, Ken. And um, mm. I suppose when I leave work, my husband often jokes with me going, you know, don't feel like you need to put the glamour on at home. Do you know, I come home from work, the face comes off, the hair goes up and I go into like comfy gear and he jokes, you know, don't make an effort for me. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure here. Um, So, you know, that is the real me. And I suppose it made much more sense to do a line of casual leisure wear this year yeah. because that's what everyone is sitting in. They're working from home. Their lives have changed. You know, they're, um, I, I'm looking at school mums on the, on the, or mums on the school run and they're all wearing similar things to me. So, um, yeah. I thought if I'm going to do it, it, I might as well be clever about it and do something more casual. Um, yeah. something probably more true to my real self in the real world. Um, So that's where it came from. And then I wanted it to be organic cotton. I wanted to do a small collection and do it well. Um, And I wanted to do it for myself. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I suppose this year gave me the chance to do it and focus on it properly because there was Mm. much more downtime. You know, there was more time at home to you know, bring those designs to life and talk to mm-hmm. all the right people. And I've loved the whole process of it. I've really loved yeah. it. Yeah. And Where did the name come from? Well, funny, Ben, my husband, seems to think it was his name because he, he launched uh, Kaleidi this year, uh, another a nursery e-commerce business. And Little Bliss was in the mix for one of his names. But I was convinced that I gave him that name. So he wanted <laughs> to name the, the site, you know, um, for it with a, a few others and he didn't use it in the end 
So I was like, mm-hmm. if you're not using Little Bliss, I, I want it because it was my idea yeah. anyway. So there could be a dispute down the line over this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, prenups, prenups. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you've got jumpers, your t-shirts, and you've even got a kids' range as well. And it's really yeah, so cute. Yeah, I was just felt as the mother of of, of boys, Sarah. Like yeah. there's there's offerings for mums and little girls everywhere. There's the yeah. mini me version for mums and their little girls. And I, yeah. I'm not one of these mothers who wants to be matchy matchy with their kids. Like really my style anyway. But it did irk me that the the boys and the mums of the boys were never really considered in the mix. So I thought yeah. if I'm going to do it, it won't just be for boys and mums. It'll just be completely unisex. So yeah. it's for men, women. It's for you know our auntie Laura. It's you know it's. And yeah. it's boys and girls, and it's the same. It's a very standard fit, um, exactly. and it's there's something in it for everyone. It's a very small collection to start because it needed to be for me as a small mm. startup business. Mm-hmm. So there's twelve pieces. There's a hoodie, little sweatshirts for boys and girls. There's t-shirts for uh, ladies, and then there's this unisex range of hoodies and sweatshirts. I'll have a look at yeah. them. I'm uh, coming from a, coming from a family of boys. I come from four boys and 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 oh, uh, right. no girls. Yeah, so, well, apart from me, I'm done a bit girly, but, you know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I never really want to dress like my mother. <laughs> no, I guess you didn't, even as a girly boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where can they get your, where can they get your, your stuff, by the way? Um, littlebliss.com is the website. Okay. I think you're nearly all sold out, are you? <laughs> there's yeah, there's lots, lots of pieces that are sold out, thanks to Sarah and her beautiful modeling. Oh, stop. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, you should it all yourself. Perfect hanger. I've had people email me going, uh, I'll hardly look like Sarah when I buy it, but I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, stop. <getting> it. <laughs> stop. All thanks to you. Um, but you're, you've got a, obviously a spring summer range then on the way as well then, do you? Yes, next year? exactly. And right. you know what? It, it, it's really interesting to see what, what works and what sells quicker. Um, yes, because true. that whole process of buying and markups and margins yeah. and logistics yeah. is totally foreign to me. I asked Ben, thankfully he's working from home as well, about 250 questions a day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely melted with me going, what point do you deduct the VAT? Yeah. <laughs> what an interesting learning curve, though. Absolutely amazing. Oh, and it's so outside my comfort zone, you know, but uh, even with the marketing and, and presenting and the digital marketing thing, I'm not bad on and I enjoy that bit and I'd love mm. to have more time. But at the moment, I'm, I'm literally packing the boxes at home as well. So I'm doing everything. Um, but it's amazing. an amazing learning curve. Yeah, I just think people who like yourself use your use your name, use your face now that you've you've you know that everyone knows who you are. Just go yeah, do it. Absolutely. You know, I think there's probably a bit of trust there as well that you know you're not yeah. going to churn out some you know rubbish product and and yeah. people. Are. Well, I hope exactly. people would know you know that you know I've I've worked hard on the product and it's it's a really good quality product that I hope people will love and you know I certainly feel very proud of it. In fairness, it is. Do you, get, so, uh, do you get do you get stops in supermarkets and things like that? You get stopped in supermarkets usually with ideas for the show. It's two things: oh, yeah. ideas that you need to do more of X, Y, or Z. And I always do that. Our presenters don't make any decisions, uh, which we don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know that's the producer thing. And the other thing is the, their opinions on other presenters. So you yeah. know that girl with the blah blah blah, or you know that yeah. what's he like? Yeah. 
It's always either ideas or their thoughts on other presenters. <laughs> actually, Tesco. <laughs> um, actually, come to think of, do, do you do you ever listen or read those comments under the social media um, headings of of the Facebook and, and Instagram pages of, of Ireland AM or Weekend AM? Like it's, I, I know people can be quite mean on those sometimes. Do you just ignore yeah. it or? Um, I uh, well. I'd love to say I never look at them, um, mm-hmm. but I have I have looked at them. I will no doubt look at them again. Um, mm-hmm. Most of them are lovely, and I think you have to temper it with, you know, yeah. for 50 lovely com- compliments or comments, there's always going to be one, you know, and not yeah. everyone will like you as a presenter, and you, you get to realise that, and you kind of have a more mature attitude about that the more yeah. you present, I suppose. Um, what makes me laugh sometimes is that the Facebook post for the wardrobe is to tell people where the dress or the outfit is from yes. in order to be efficient and not have to take calls from viewers. Do you know what I mean? In, a, in an efficient way, it just puts the word out there. Yeah. Um, but I think people sometimes see it as an invitation to critique the outfits <laughs> of person. And what I would love to, to type myself sometimes is we don't Talk really off. care what... <laughs> You think of that outfit? <laughs> We're just telling you where it's from. Um, so whether you think, you know, I look too fat or too thin or too this or too that or it's too old or too young or too frumpy or too risque or whatever. It's, we, we didn't really ask you for your opinion on it, you know. But, but it's amazing that people can feel they can give that opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, imagine walking up to a complete oh. stranger on the street and just going, you're fat. You know, yeah. it's... Yeah, yeah it's, I know. It's quite yeah. amazing. But I, I do find as well, there's a tendency if one person says something about you as a person or oh, don't like her or don't like mm. her style or, you know, didn't like the way she asked this question this morning, or whatever, you'll find it's an invitation for others then yeah. to jump on board, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah like if, if you look at it, you know, there'll be lots of lovely comments, but it'll be the one mean. Of course, everybody always focuses on the bad. With you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you'd and love you would... to say it doesn't bother me, but of course it does. And you do think yeah. about it later on, you know? Yeah. Or just do a Helen Mirren on it. If, like, exactly. Like yeah. exactly. Yeah, go fuck off. At some stage, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> I still Ken, care. Yeah, I know. Ken, Ken, my mother's listening. Stop cursing. I beg your pardon. Oh, I'm so sorry. Simon, I apologise yeah. uh, for cursing. Deck off, deck off. I just go to talent. I just yeah, exactly. Come here, we always leave this to the last, and I said I wasn't going to, and we've done it again. But um, really, would love to know your three top beauty products that you use that you just love. And if it's more than three, fine. But or if it's less okay. than three, okay. But what would okay. you recommend? So the three things I actually had a good think about this uh, when you when you told me to be prepared with it, Sarah. Um, <laughs> That if I had three pieces of makeup that I had to live with mm-hmm. without anything else, I'm going yeah. with um, Charlotte Tilbury's Magic Away Concealer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's the gold, um, it looks like the Touche Tla, yes. except okay. it's the Charlotte Tilbury one. It's called mm-hmm. Magic Away. And uh, I mentioned the redness on my skin earlier on. So I would use this as an under eye concealer, but I also use it over the redness and it's just amazing. Like it's the only okay. thing that actually stays there all day and covers mm. it. And it covers, yeah. Yeah. So it's like industrial strength concealer, I think. Yeah. Um, I use number three. Pardon? 
Is it on a sponge? It's on a sponge. So it's like, you know, the Maybelline roller. I don't know what yeah. it's called, but it's like, uh, which actually isn't a bad product either. Um, okay. But it's on that kind of a roller sponge, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I usually use it so much that the sponge breaks away. Um, <laughs> but I love it. I use it in shade three. I used to use four, but I've gone a bit lighter because I think it's more flattering under your eyes. Am I right, Ken? Okay. Yes, you are right. Yes. Uh, sorry, I'm um, waffling here. My second one is a new one to me, but I really like it, especially for days off, not necessarily on air. Uh, second Skin by Sculpted Amy Connolly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's more, it's a BB cream, isn't it? Or it's the same sort of texture as a BB cream. Exactly. You're right. Mm. It says dewy finish on it. It's 100% mineral. It's got 50 SPF 50 in it, which mm. the dermatologist that I told you about earlier on, that lovely guy, uh, he said you always, yeah. always have to wear a factor 50. So I'm yeah. going out of my way looking for products that have it in it rather than having loads of products, which I, I yeah. Um, and my third thing is the brow pencil, um, and it's by the Irish brand AU, A-Y-U. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's the Easy Brow Pencil and Gel. Now, the gel bit I don't use, and it's on like a mascara wand. Yeah, which I have end. to say I found fantastic. Did I you? love that I gel bit. I was I'd make a balls of it. <laughs> Do you know what? If you if you put the pen, like I've said to Sarah, if you put if you put the pencil on first and do your brow, and then just take almost all of the gel off, and then sweep it through the brow afterwards, you'll find that it really helps to okay. set it. It's really good, really okay. really good. I've just used the pen end or the pencil mm. end. This is dark brown. I could probably do with light brown or mid yeah. brown yeah. if there is one. Because it can, tends to be slightly too dark, and then I kind of brush. But that's, half that could be why you're also scared of the gel. Is if it's slightly too dark, yes. if you put a gel on top of the pencil, it'll make it even darker. So that's probably you need a lighter color in it. Okay, but I do think as a product, I use it on air. I use it off air. It's absolutely yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, um, she's, she's the brow, by product. the way, is the the best thing I ever did uh, in terms of a treatment because I had the yeah. what you call them embroidery done. Yeah. You did free brows, did you? Yeah, I went oh, to Kim O'Sullivan in the Dublin yeah. Makeup Academy. Yeah, and she's that bad. for me is a lifesaver. If I've no makeup on whatsoever and I'm running out the door, I still feel, you know, my, my brows are there in some shape yeah. or form. Yeah. Um, and see, I'm with, I, I, I want to do this well. Yeah. And so they're, are they there permanently now or do you have to keep going back every year to top up or? You get it done once, uh, and by the way, it's like a two-hour session yeah. where she's measuring and she's so careful. It's incredible yeah. the detail. You have to be into. with your brows. Um, of course, you're so right. And then, and it gives you great comfort, especially uh, you know, as someone who doesn't get a lot of stuff done. I, yeah. I really felt peace of mind with her. And then you go back a second time for the top up, where she yeah. fills them in a little bit more and makes them a little bit more, a little bit stronger. If you're ready for that, yeah. Um, okay. Which, which I absolutely was. And then I think you just do it a top up every few years. Yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah, the, okay. the the pigment will fail. The pigment fades, or in some cases, the only the, the, the problem I have with some brow uh, pigments is what it, they will start off a brown, a dark brown color, but then as the years go by, as maybe a year or two goes by, they turn into a much lighter um, brown, which can be, uh, especially if you're dark, it can be quite off-putting. So you have to get mm. them filled in. So once you have your third one done, normally the color pigment will stay longer. So you don't okay. have. To 
yeah. get it done as often. And the best person to go to is Kim. And she's going to be a guest on, on uh, one of our up and coming uh, podcasts because she is, it's a very yes. interesting story, but she is fantastic yeah. at doing them and, and the people she trains are amazing. Isn't she with the Fibra That's Master? Isn't that what they Yeah, she her? is. She yeah. trains yeah. everyone else in Fibras. Yeah, she um, does. And in Ireland, she does. And um, she, yeah, she's just, she's super at her job. She really is really, really good. And, uh, you know, she, she's the number one go-to, apart from Up To Your Eyes, who would be the second one, or who would be the same as her. Uh, but she is fantastic. But it's quite hard to get a hold of her because she's so busy. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, it was on I my list for years, point. Sarah. <laughs> Um, well, that's on my 2021 years. Business. Yeah, and it's I the best thing so I've, I've done. <laughs> yeah. Island introduced you, Sarah. She's a good mate of mine. You see, we 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 worked in Brown Thomas together for for years. That's right. So yeah, I remember ah. Brown Thomas actually. Yeah, mm. I remember. Um, yeah. And is there a make? Is there a beauty um, range like a cream range or anything that you that you like to use? Um. I go through phases of La Roche-Posay because I feel like it's quite good. There's an Efficlar yeah. range, which is good for yeah. uh, that high colour. So I'm probably yeah. more aware of, of, of that. Um, Charlotte Tilbury, I use a lot of her stuff. The night cream oh is gorgeous. I've no idea if it's doing my skin any good, but God, it smells divine and it feels mm. so luxe. Um, and then I, on the other side, I'm using these prescriptions creams that are completely not glamorous yes. but hopefully fixing yeah. an underlying yeah, problem. Yeah, but they take away the redness. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, perfect. Bob. That's well, look, we could talk to you all day. Um, we want to know so much more about you. <laughs> and I'm, I, it's so funny. People are always so interested to know about the people you've met then, you know, but it's so yeah. interesting to hear your side too. So we thank you so much for giving, giving us the time today um, to come on the podcast. And we wish you all the best with your new ventures with Little Bliss um, and and obviously all the kids and, and work that you're, you're, I don't know how you're doing it all, to be honest. No, <laughs> like you've no. got a job, you've got three kids. <laughs> I, on the other hand, and I couldn't care less about you and I don't care what you do. So, you know, I know enough about you now and that's I'd, the end. I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for our eighth episode in our podcast. I can't believe we've actually reached that milestone. I know. In some ways it feels like 80, but <laughs> anyways, it feels like... But you're looking younger and younger every day. That's the main thing. Simon is not nodding his hair there in agreement, Sarah, our sound engineer. Um, <laughs> beautiful product that I'm trying out, yes. Um, well, look, you've brought a big smile to my face every week, so thank you. For, for, and hopefully we have done that for other people too. So, um, yeah, hopefully. And like, it, it, it really has made a difference in this time of lockdown and all the stuff that's yeah. going on. This podcast has made it meant an awful lot to me. So thank you very much for uh, for getting me involved. And can I wish you and Kenny and the kids a very happy uh, Christmas and New Year. I'm sure we'll see you in the New Year for, for more fun and tropics. Yes, and to you and Fabio too. And we'd like to also thank, thank our wonderful producer who has put up with our messing <laughs> throughout these last few months. He's a, a patience of a saint, I have to say. Um, and also to our wonderful sponsors, Beauty Buddy app. They've been yeah. brilliant too. So happy Christmas to one and all, and we'll see you in 2021. Bye, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.